0: Welcome back. We're in Genesis chapter seven, verse 13, 7, 13. On the very same day, Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth after its kind, and every bird after its kind, every bird of every sort. All right, so we start again at verse 13. On the very same day, Noah, and we talked about this, there's eight people getting onto the boat. Uh, they enter the ark. So they're officially going into the ark. Noah is the leader and the man of the family, the husband uh, should be the leader. The husband should lead the wife and then uh, the children. And that's their role. And uh, in some families, that's not true. The wife uh, leads spiritually and in other ways, uh, but it's the, it should be the man's um opportunity uh, that God designed us with to lead and again this goes back to what we've talked about several times men and equal men and women are created equal they have different roles God the father God the son God the holy spirit are equal but they have different roles it says they after every beast of its kind so we've got the beasts the cattle the creeping things uh the birds so what he's saying is everything right not all marine life obviously because marine life is in the water but everything that uh, creeps and crawls and flies is going into the ark at least one of each sort one of each kind think one of each species we could look around today and say there's well some species are extinct and what about them yep they were on the boat too one of each of them if they were unclean so a male and a female." And if they were clean, um, then there were seven in total, three pairs, uh, male, female, male, female, male, female, plus one extra. And presumably, well, we know for sacrifice and maybe also for um, food. And it says every bird of every sort. So all kinds are represented here, right? None was left out. So God created the animals of the earth, the creeping things, the flying things, the walking and crawling and jumping things, and he loved them, and he wanted them to prevail, and they did, and they all lived on the boat for just over a year, and they all made it off, and every species got to go out and repopulate, and then you have micro-evolution, not macro-evolution. One species does not turn into another species. One species within itself can have tiny little changes, but it's still the same kind, still the same species, just has a little bit different uh, characteristics to it. So microevolution, absolutely yes. Macroevolution, absolutely no, false. It's a theory proposed by scientists, and it's, it's illogical, uh, unscientific, and just doesn't make any sense. Uh, verse 15, and they went into the ark to Noah, two by two, all the flesh which is in the breath of life. So it says, they went into the ark to Noah. So Noah, we just mentioned the second ago, he was the first one on the ark. They went in to him, including his family and the animals, two by two, all uh, of all flesh, and which is the breath of life. So we're seeing here that the uh, animals had the breath of life. Uh, some aren't sure about that. Right here in the Bible, it's telling us, yes, they have the breath of life as well. Verse 16, so those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Also note that this was a universal flood across the entire globe. In contrast, many seekers, uh, people who are looking at Christ or Christianity and trying to figure out if it's real or not, if God's real, uh, they've lost their way when they listen to these worldly geologists and these worldly paleontologists, and they believe them over God. They make them, these people make the mistake of thinking that these geologists and paleontologists, their theories are true, while dismissing the potential of a universal flood. In reality, the flood is a far better explanation and way more logical, as we will soon discuss, so stay tuned. But do you see what I'm saying? The world is trying to pull everybody away from God. Satan is the prince of the air. God has given him control of this world for the time being. Jesus took the title deed back to the earth when he died on the cross but he has yet to claim it much like maybe if you bought a home but you leased it back to the um seller for a time and then you're going to come and take possession of it at some point so basically uh, Jesus is on a lease I'm sorry Satan is on a lease back right now Jesus has, has ownership but he hasn't come back to take that possession yet which he will do at the second coming which is after the rapture and then after the seven-year tribulation. Well, at the end of the seven-year tribulation is when he comes back. That's called the second advent or the second coming. But the world is, Jesus is competing against the world. He's competing against Satan for your love. Everybody chooses to put their love somewhere. And if they choose to hate, that is the opposite of love. That is saying, I want to go towards this and away from this so that hatred of God or someone controlling me or the fact that someone created me. I'm just going to run over here. That's a rejection. And, and uh, you know, rejection of God, ignorance of God is also rejection. Hatred of God is also rejection. You must love Jesus in order to get to heaven. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the door. He is the bread of life. He is the living water. He's the only way we can get there. So the world, meaning Satan and his team, are competing against Jesus, trying to pull everybody away, and they're trying to plant in people's minds. You know that evolution theory that people have proposed and can't prove? Well, it's true, he's trying to convince people. And he's got university professors who are pounding the table saying, this is true, when it's a, actually a theory. They say it's true and provable. No, it's not provable. You can't go back in time, time and prove evolution, just like you can't go back in time and prove God. Both require faith. God is a far more logical plausible, and scientific answer than that the Earth created itself that something came from nothing. It's just illogical. It's unscientific. But this is what we're competing against. Uh, John 10.28. Let me see. My thing's not highlighted here. It's supposed to be. Um, Hold on one second. Nope. Ready to go. Anyways. Uh, hold on one second. Um, all right. So God shut the door. And Noah, not Noah and not a person. At some point, it's too late to come to Christ. All right. Remember, Jesus is in the boat. Jesus shuts them in. Jesus, the, the boat is made of wood, representative of the wood that Jesus was uh, hung on on the cross. And the jewish people said if your death by a tree is cursed and he who had no sin became sin for us he became cursed for us so jesus is on the boat he shuts him in and this is not a person at some point it's too late to come uh, namely when one takes their last breath it's too late and only a judgment waits the one who chose to ignore and reject jesus and chose not to get in the boat with Jesus. You see, it's a choice to get in the boat with Jesus. It's a choice to accept Jesus. He has this gift. He's holding it out. He's got his arms open. He says, I love you. I've got a gift. Come to me. And we got to accept it. You don't want to reject it. You want to accept that gift, but you must accept it. The sin outside of the boat was about to be washed away. The old world was about to be forever dead. Let's look at Romans 6, 4, which says, Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, and that, and that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even though, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. So you see, this is the, uh, essentially the first baptism, the first great baptism, right? And you're getting baptized by the, the floodwaters, baptized by the water, and for those who don't really understand, I, I grew up not understanding baptism. I figured it out about ten years ago after hearing some you know great sermons on it and reading about it. It's not going to save you. So baptism, baptism is an outward sign of an inward change. It is expressing to the world, here's something that has already taken place in my heart, and I want to show you. Why you get dumped in the bapt water and submerged in the in the water is because it's representative of being buried with Christ that that judgment has come upon you but then you're raised up out of that water into the newness of life the old is gone the new is here and that newness of life that we just talked about in romans 6, four, and then we see romans 6 6 it says knowing this that our old man i love this that our old man was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves of sin you see when you die in christ you're no longer a slave of sin you're free so it doesn't matter what the politicians in this country do with our freedom. Right now they're trying to take it away as quickly as they possibly can. And they can take away all our freedoms that we know of in in a uh, democratic society, in a capitalistic society where we, we do celebrate freedoms and such. But they can't take away our freedom in Christ. No matter what they do, they can take away everything, including the Bibles, but they can't take away the freedom that we have in Christ, the freedom that we have to be freed from that sin, to have eternal life with Jesus in heaven, that we will never die. We will simply take our last breath on earth, and we will wake up taking our next breath in heaven. And knowing that the old man was crucified with him, you see, you're on that cross. That's why it said that Christians are uh, born twice and die once. You're born of your mother's womb then you die on the cross. You've already died. If you're a Christian, you have literally already died because right here it says the old man was crucified with him. You were killed with him on the cross. That's that death. But immediately in the the very next moment, you are born again. And that's why Nicodemus said, how do I climb out of my mother's womb again, you know? And Jesus said, no, it's being reborn, reborn of the Spirit. And so here we see the old man was crucified. That's the old you. And then the new you comes out. If you think you're a Christian and you haven't seen those changes in your life, you haven't seen greater peace and joy through the trials that you're going to go through, then you need to go and and talk to Jesus about that. Because what you'll find when you come to Jesus, you'll find a sense of peace, a sense of joy joy that you haven't known before. How do I know this? Because I've been through it. Uh, You'll be better at going through trials because you'll say, this is just a trial that the devil can throw at me. The world can throw at me. It's a test. I'm going to pass it and I'm going to be with Jesus forever. And it might be in 50 years or it might be in five seconds. Um, But remember that the same waters that brought judgment and death to unbelievers were the same waters that brought cleansing and deliverance to those who had faith in God and to the believers. Tomorrow we'll pick up in Verse 17. Lord, thank you so much uh, for this day. Help us to be good stewards. Help us to not judge people. Help us to fall in love with you and even more deeply if we already love you. Help us to realize that we're in the boat with you, that we're safe in that boat, that no one can take us away, that we're in the safety of your arms. But we've still got storms to go through. We're still going to feel the rocky waters. It's still going to get tough at times, but we can just look knowing that you are there with us, that you live inside of us through your Holy Spirit, Lord. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Help us to understand these deep truths so that we have greater peace and joy so that we can be more representative of you, Lord. In your amazing name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Daily Verse by Verse. We want you to be prepared in season and out of season to study the whole counsel of God so that you can share with people who Jesus is through your actions so that you have the right to tell them who Jesus is so that they can come to know Jesus or come to know Jesus better we strongly encourage you to share this message this podcast on your social media Facebook Instagram message email someone who you think could benefit from it it's an easy way for you to go out and witness to the world just by sharing this podcast We hope you'll join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.